They once numbered in the billions, but by September 2nd of 1914, they were forever gone from the earth. No matter how abundant something is, if we're not careful with its use, we can lose it. That's Joel Greenberg. He's a research associate at Chicago's Field Museum, and he's talking about the sad story of the passenger pigeon. Joel's been a naturalist and a passionate birder for 45 years, and he's the author of a new book published this last fall titled A Feathered River Across the Sky, The Passenger Pigeon's Flight to Extinction. Well, Joel, I'm delighted to be talking to you. Well, thank you. It's an honor and a pleasure to be with you. have a new book out. It's called A Feathered River Across the Sky, The Passenger Pigeon's Flight to Extinction. For starters, I love what you write in your book. It lo- the uh, extinct passenger pigeon looks like a morning dove on steroids. <laughs> Can you elaborate on that and describe it more? Passenger pigeons looked a lot like morning doves. Um, they were larger, more brightly colored. The males, for example, had coppery red breasts, a little bluer probably on the back. Females, as is tr- usually the case with birds, were less brightly colored, but the female was a beige underneath, a little more colorful than morning doves. What enabled them to succeed is really, it's a manifestation of the richness of the eastern forests of the United States and Canada. They they preferred um, acorns and beech nuts, although they ate many other things as well. The majority of the reason that they disappeared, probably us, uh, unregulated hunting, correct? That's correct. To get to the core reason was unbridled, um, unrelenting um, exploitation. And it's important to note that they only nested once a year and they laid one egg. So even in the best of times, it would take two years to replace the loss of one pair. People went into the nesting colonies and they were shooting and they were cutting trees. Uh, The young were coveted. People went after those. The adults were being slaughtered. And so eventually the number of known passenger pigeons was down to one, a lovely female living out her days in the Cincinnati, Ohio Zoo. She was given the name of Martha. And Joel, you write, Unlike the rapidly dwindling numbers of wild passenger pigeons, Martha spent all of her days in captivity. Martha never felt the wind through her primaries as she kept her place in a river of birds crossing the sky. And so then on September 1st, 1914, lonely Martha quietly died, ending a lineage of animals that once made up between 25 and 40 percent of all North American birds. Joel, is there a similar story today? The commercial fishing that's going on in the open seas, pelagic fishing, is maybe the best current analog to what happened to the passenger pigeon. Um, There are factory ships with nets that can remove all life from the bottom to the top that's bigger than the meshes of those nets. If you could maybe sum it up one or two sentences, what would be the one takeaway, somebody that, that picks up your book? No matter how abundant something is. If we're not careful with its use, we can lose it. And that could be water. We're seeing places in the United States that are running out of water. Could be fuel, something we've been struggling with for a long time, or something alive. And so what I think I would like people to do is um, you know, make sure that uh, their representatives um, know their concerns um, if we just focus on 
on um, organisms um, that nature's important, that a fervent, rich, healthy yeah. nature, um, it affects us. It, it, it makes um, the world a nicer place, a more beautiful world. Thank you very much and continued success on the book and the great work that you do, sir. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. That's naturalist and author Joel Greenberg talking about his new book, A Feathered River Across the Sky, The Passenger Pigeon's Flight to Extinction. In the author's voice is a listener-supported service of Southern Illinois University at Carbondale and WSIU Public Radio. Thanks for listening. I'm Kevin Boucher.